Have you ever set a goal and find yourself not accomplishing that goal? Or do you know people that set goals and yet for some reason or another, they didn't accomplish that goal? I help people implement strategies to accomplish their goal. So if you're feeling that way, if you're feeling stuck or feeling as though you're actually not getting to where you want to get to and accomplish your goal, I want you to know that you're not alone. This podcast, Strategy Rewind, focuses on the mindset and strategies necessary for a breakthrough moment. So I want to thank you for being connected here today. Of course, we are live on the Wisdom application. So for those who are connected on the Wisdom application, thank you, thank you, thank you for joining on the conversation. And if you want to be a part of the conversation, just go ahead and click on that to become a guest. Today, we are talking about David or Goliath. David or Goliath. So to set this up, let me bring forth to you the story of David and Goliath. You may or may not be familiar with the story of David and Goliath, but today we're talking about David or Goliath. And I'll tell you in just a moment why the or exists. The story of David and Goliath simply says that there was a moment where a giant that was approximately nine feet tall, some say even up to 12 feet tall, he was a champion, he was a ruler, and he would come morning, noon, and night, and he would intimidate the people. He would intimidate them by saying there was no one that could defeat him. And he would come morning, noon, and night, and he would allow his voice to be heard. And he was, again, a champion among his people. So he would intimidate everyone. The king and his army were unwilling to move forward to actually go to battle against this Goliath, against this giant. And it just so happens that in this moment, this stalemate, if you will, where Goliath is threatening people and the people are shaking in their boots, it just so happens that a young boy comes to the battlefield, not to fight, but rather to visit his brothers who were in the battlefield. More specifically, he comes to bring them his their meal. He comes to bring them their lunch. And as he brings them lunch, he hears that this giant is threatening the people and he is blaspheming against their God. And so now he takes direct insult to this. And this young boy, his name is David. David stands up and asks the question, what will the king give to those who defeat this person? And, well, people begin to say, well, you're going to be recognized by the king. You have authority from the king. He's even going to give you a daughter as his wife. And he's like, well, I can't believe that no one is moving, not only because of the fact that the king gives you all these things, but because you're allowing this giant to intimidate you and blaspheme against your God, against your people. How, how is it possible? Well, the story says that David just, he just couldn't resist. He said, then I will stand up and I will fight. And the king, who was a warrior, says, you are not capable of fighting. And what the king did not know about David was that David had worked as a shepherd. And when he was a shepherd, when he was protecting the flock, he would often have to fight off threats that would try to take the flock. And so 
what David does is he just shares his resume. He says, listen, I was a shepherd boy. I would go ahead and I would defeat the animals that would try to take the sheep. I would not allow them to be taken off and, and destroyed. So, so this is the experience I bring to the table. The king says to him, hey, you're going to need some armor. And David is unable to walk with the armor of the king. And so David takes the armor off and says, this isn't for me. Instead, he grabs what he's always used before in battle. He takes his slingshot and a few little rocks and he goes to war. Now, when David runs towards this Goliath, when David runs towards this giant, the giant makes fun of him, makes fun of his stature, makes fun of his tools, the fact that he was coming at him with sticks and coming at him with a slingshot and some rocks. And yet, David simply goes ahead and winds up his slingshot, shoots the rock, and knocks down this giant. Once the giant was down, everyone was shocked, but David did not stop there. He ran towards the giant removed the giant's sword out of his hand and cut the giant's head with it. That is a story of David and Goliath, the unlikely victor, the unlikely person gets their hand raised. But what I want you to think about today is are you David or are you Goliath? as it pertains to being able to see the outcome that you so desire in your life, as it pertains to accomplishing, as it pertains to having your breakthrough moment, as it pertains to seeing the things you've been wanting to see for so long in your life, are you David who's willing to fight who is acknowledging his shortcomings, but also acknowledging the tools and resources gained along the way. And he's not trying to fit into what someone else is doing. He understands exactly the tools he has at his hands. Are you David in this story? Or are you Goliath? Are you the one who morning, noon, and night reminds that there is no way states that there is no way to have victory? Are you, are you the one who simply says, it's not possible, it's not going to happen? Are you the David or are you the Goliath in your own story? Here's the thing, you can't be both. You're either the Goliath that says nothing is possible, it's not going to happen, no one is going to change the circumstance, or you're the David, right? You're the Goliath or you're the David. And truly, we love underdog stories. We love stories where the unlikely individual comes out victorious. We love this. In the world of college basketball, they call it the Cinderella story, right? The, the unlikely team comes out on top. And yet here the issue lies is that so often individuals have this Cinderella syndrome. They're so shy, they're so kept that they refuse to actually shine. 
if you remember the Cinderella story, she's thinking that when midnight strikes, she's going to be figured out. And in the Cinderella syndrome, this is the idea. They're going to figure out that I don't belong here. They're going to figure out I'm not the person who I am. The shoe will drop. Of course, in the Cinderella story, the shoe literally drops. And there are individuals walking around with this idea, this thought that the shoe will drop. Things, If things are going good, they say things are too good to be true. And my question to you today is, are you that person? Are you the individual who's saying things right now in my life are too good to be true? Are you that individual who's saying, I, I, it's, it, they're going to figure it out, right? I mean, it, midnight will strike and things will go back to the way they sh quote unquote should be. But you have to figure out in your story, who are you? Are you the hero or are you the villain? In your story, who are you? Because so often we're waiting for somebody to come. We're waiting for somebody to make the save. We're waiting for somebody to pick up the pieces and make the decision easy for us. It's not going to be easy to commit yourself to self-growth, but that's why it's called self-growth. It's called personal growth. So you have to make the decision and muster up the courage and say, nope, I will not be intimidated. Nope, I will not shrink in this moment. Nope, I refuse to be the same as I've always been. Because as we know, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. How can you expect a different result if the action if the mindset, if the strategy that you're using is the same one. So you would have to challenge the ideas, you would have to challenge your perspective and you would have to challenge the strategy you're using. If you're joining in here on the Wisdom app, please consider clicking on that button, become part of the conversation, of course, there are these moments when we shrink down, right? There are these moments when we don't allow ourselves to grow. When we don't even give ourselves the space to grow. Have you ever been in that position? Let me know. Click on that button and become a guest. Have you ever been in the position where you shrunk yourself? You didn't allow yourself the space to grow. Because if so, that's a moment where you were the Goliath in your story. Right? You were the giant in your story. You were the one who, were, who was intimidating yourself in that story. So think about this, because oftentimes we're thinking that the difficulties of growth and that the difficulties of success and that the difficulties of actually having an experience and a life that we can say, yep, this is where I want it to be. Oftentimes, the only one limiting it is us. Oftentimes, we are the ones limiting it. And I was talking to someone today where we were talking about the idea of not knowing. And there's this quote, which is, or this saying, which is, ignorance is bliss. And in, in a way, it is. It's true. 
I often have conversations with my with my daughters about the price of things just to see where their mind is. And and obviously they don't know the economics, they don't know any of those details. And so there's a level of ignorance there that they have. And it's interesting to see them speak or try to speak on it or even answer questions about it. Because that ignorance is, obviously it keeps them out of the conversation, but that ignorance is very blissful because they don't have to worry about something that it just doesn't have to be on their radar right now. And yet, on the other side of that, People are destroyed because of lack of knowledge. People make destructive decisions because of lack of knowledge, because of just not knowing, right? They, they make the wrong decisions because of just not knowing. And so there's a flip that has to happen in our lives where, yeah, we may be ignorant to things, but once we have become aware of those things, then we cannot keep walking in ignorance. And we cannot keep walking as someone who doesn't know. What I want to challenge you today is to become aware of what is your position in your story. Are you the David in your story? Are you the one who's going to the battlefield and taking a hold of what you have and willing to fight? Or are you the Goliath saying, no, no one can do it. Nothing will change. Are you the Goliath that morning, noon, and night attempts to intimidate? That's the thing. When we talk about being able to accomplish our goals, oftentimes it seems as though we're waiting for someone to give us a license to do so. We're waiting for someone to give us permission to live the life we've wanted to live. You have to decide. Are you the David? In your story, are you going to fight for what you believe? Are you going to go to battle for what you believe? Or are you the Goliath in your story? Saying nothing will change. That morning, noon, and night only speaks cruelty. Some of you for far too long have been the Goliath in your story. Some of you for far too long you have been the same individual that says, I'd like to do it, but things won't change. Nothing will get better. There's no reason to struggle. There's no reason to fight. There's no reason to believe. There's no reason to put in the work. Nothing will change. Some of you for far too long have been the Goliath in your own story. But I want you to know that you can flip the script. Right? You can flip the script. You can make the decision and say, no longer will I be the Goliath in the story. No longer will I be the, the very villain in my story, but rather I'll be the hero that I need. I'll be the hero that I need. As opposed to looking up and trying to see, is it a bird? Is it a plane? <laughs> it's It's... It's nobody's coming. Nobody's coming. No one is coming. There are these moments in our life where they're, they're a fork in a road. There are these defining moments where we have to make a decision and ask ourselves, okay, what now? All right? 
and like a notification on your phone, it just, it pops up and you can't ignore it. It overlaps everything. You ever you ever been on a conversation or been doing something on your phone and you get one of those notifications that it just comes right down from the top of your screen and it blocks whatever you're seeing. And for some of you, that's what this moment is. It's a notification to let you know you can flip the script. You don't gotta stay as the Goliath, as the villain in your story. You don't got to stay waiting to see if some Marvel comic hero or someone from the DC universe is coming to save you. You don't have to do that. You can today begin to implement the necessary steps to have a breakthrough moment. Today. Today you can do that. Today you can do that. You know, I was working several years ago with a client where they were consistently coming to me as the source and as we were working together you know we had created some material that they would use and be able to review and and actually record their process and yet the individual kept coming back to me as though I was the source. And I and I said, I said, I said, hey, listen, I am here to support, but I am not the source. I am here to support, but I am not the source. The source is that material, the source is the knowledge. Right? If if we're habit tracking, then you write down your habits and you track your habits and you become responsible with tracking your habits. Because the person you want to become, you know what they would do? Track their habits. And once you've tracked your habits, then you can decipher, oh, there are things investing time in that actually don't lead to the life I want to live. And then you can begin to implement the necessary strategies. And you say, well, where does the personal growth strategies come in? We come in and, and, and provide the support necessary. So you can begin to have a strategic mind, begin to think strategically. And to think strategically is to be able to pivot, is to be able to see a solution even when you don't feel like there is one. And so I spoke about David and I spoke about Goliath, but let me go back to the people that were in the battlefield that were shaking in their boots and they didn't feel like there was a solution, which by the way, they were all soldiers. They all had swords. They all had shields. They were all there in the battlefield. And yet none of them stood up, which by the way, they knew exactly what they would get if this giant was defeated. Because remember, David asked, what is there for the person that will defeat this giant? And they responded, well, the king will recognize you. He'll bless you. And you can have his daughter to be. Paid. Wow. Amazing. And yet they were all shaking in their boots. And oftentimes, in the face of challenges, in the face of threats, in the face of change, we are shaking in our boots. As opposed to mustering up the courage 
The question is, why does this happen? Why does it happen? Because sometimes we know exactly what we have to do, but we lack the courage to do it. Why does it happen? And I think it comes back to our core values. It comes back to our core values because here's the thing. If you can define your core values, if you can identify your core values, your core values will then dictate your perspective. It'll influence your worldview, but it will also inform on your why. And your why is that driving force. Right. So your core values where you identify, OK, these are the most important things to me, rather it be money, fame, rather it be family, rather it be career, rather it be sunshine, rather it be nature, rather it be a creativity, whatever it may be. Once you've identified your your I would always say four values, because I'm thinking of a compass, right? A compass has four directions, north, east south and west. And so I always recommend start with four. But but let's say you've identified your values. What happens is that these values then inform what is your worldview and your perspective. But it also allows you to develop or understand what your why is. What is your motivation? What is it that pulls you out of bed? What is it that keeps you going? And your why is very important. Understanding your purpose is really important. Right? There are many people that navigate and say, I don't know what my purpose is. And so they kind of bounce around almost falling over different opportunities that may or may not be a home run, that may or may not work. And they take any opportunity because Something's got to work, right? Something's got to stick. But if you're able to identify your core values, then you're also able to say yes and no to opportunities that may or may not align with your core values. And it's easier to then analyze and say, okay, this makes sense for me. This doesn't make sense for me. This makes sense for me. This doesn't make sense for me. And then you can begin to identify, okay, here's here's what I'm very passionate about. Here's what I, here's what's moving me. Here's what's actually propelling me. Here's what's here's the big cause that I will fight for. But you have to have values because that's what I believe is going to breed courage. That in the moment where your values are threatened, you're then willing to say, nope, this this is the hill. This is the hill for me. All right? The idea of where is the hill that you're willing to die on? And some people don't have any hills. They're, they're just like, no, I'll, it doesn't matter to me. And nothing is that important for me that I'm going to argue for. Well, there are things that have to be important that, that, that causes your blood to bubble, right? That, that, that causes you to be very passionate, that, that you get very emotional and that you understand clearly what it is that you want to accomplish. There has to be that thing. There has to be, because in the face of adversity, as opposed to shaking in your boots and having all of the tools but not doing anything about it, as opposed to doing that, you can become the David in the story where David was ready and willing to fight. And so the question I present to you today is, who are you in your story? 
Are you the hero or are you the villain? Are you the David or are you the Goliath? Are you the one who is willing to stand up and fight? Or are you the one who morning, noon, and night says nothing will change, nothing will get better, nothing is going to come out of this, things will stay the same? Who are you in your story? Get honest with yourself. Identify yourself in your story. Are you the person who is asking, okay, what, what is there for the person who's victorious? And, and, and who do I have to become? And what do I have to do? Are you that person? Or are you saying nothing will happen, nothing will change, nothing will become better? Understand who you are in your own story. Because I'm sure you see this and I see this, which is that there's a lot of people complaining and counting themselves as the victim of their story. I can't do this because of that. I can't go nowhere because of this person. I can't do this because of that person. I don't have the I don't have the looks. I don't have the I don't have the resources. I don't have the connections. I don't I don't have the idea. I don't have the creativity. And everything is I know and, and I don't have. Everything is I can't. Everything is a negative tone. And we know people like that. We know people like that. That all they see is the negative side. They, they never see the sunny side. They don't even think there's a sun beyond the dark clouds. All they see is it's raining. It's always raining. It's never hot. And then when it's hot, it's like, it's hot. It's always burning. Right? Like everything is negative. Everything is dark. Everything. But they look at it from that lens because it allows them then to count themselves as the victim and be able to self-justify the lack of actions that they're taking. Right? Because if everything is bad, if if woe is me, that then then it makes sense why I'm not moving forward. But the truth of the matter is that the individuals that are viewing it on that sense, that are only focusing on the negative, that are only wanting to see negative, really just want to stay in the same position. There's a lack of accountability, a lack of responsibility there. And they have become the Goliath in their story. Who have you become in your story? Are you the David in your story or are you the Goliath in your story? Are you thinking it's possible? Are you thinking that you can accomplish it? Who, who, who was David to think that with a slingshot and some rocks, he can go after this giant? This was an individual who was driven and motivated by his values, driven and motivated by the reward that was up ahead. And for this reason, he was ready and willing to go to battle. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the time for you to go to battle. In order for you to see your breakthrough, in order for you to experience the things you wish to experience, it's going to require a version of you that's ready to go to battle. No more should you be singing the song of the victim. Now it's time for you to be singing the song of the victor.
No more should you be singing the song of the person that can't ever do anything. Now you should be singing the song of the person who achieves, of the person that is successful, of the person that actually sees providence and blessings and actually has a plan, has a strategy. That's the song you should be singing. Not someone who says it's not possible, it won't happen, it won't work. But you have to make this choice. Like I said, you can flip the script. We know time and time again that in the hero's journey, some individuals began as doubters, but then finished off as people that were bold and ready to share the message, right? We know people who in their hero's journey, they had difficulty initially even believing and then flip the script. You can decide today to flip the script. Today, today. You can make the, the mental flip of saying, okay, I choose not to be biased. I choose not to think that it's all over, that nothing will change. I choose not to believe that. I choose to believe that every lesson that I have gained has allowed me to be in the position I'm in, and the position I'm in is only building me up for the breakthrough I'm about to have. But you, you have to make this choice. You have to make this choice. This is a mental move. And a lot of times we think that change is only, if real, tangible, right? If it's real change, we say if it's real change, it has to be tangible. You have to be able to see it, to touch it. And truly, not all changes, not all moves are tangible. This one here that we're talking about today is not a tangible move, at least not initially. It is a mental move. It is a mental game. And a lot of people here are playing checkers while it's time to play chess, a mental game of saying, okay, I refuse to be the doubter. I refuse to be the Goliath who morning, noon, and night says nothing will change. I choose to be the David. I choose to be the hero in my story. I choose to be the person who goes to the line of battle. Maybe you're asking yourself, okay, Miguel, I can choose this, but where do I go from here? And I would say, if you just simply click on the link in my bio or in the show notes, depending how you're engaging with this recording. If you just click on the link, you'll be able to access my website. And there we have made it very easy because you can locate the core values. And what I suggest is that you, having gone through the list, you select about four, because again, you want to think of a compass, right? North, east, south, and west. And you identify the four. And this is going to allow you, this is going to position you in such a way that you can begin to say, okay, this is what I stand for. This is what I don't believe in. This is, you start identifying those parts of yourself. Because many of us are in the position that we don't know what we stand for. Many just don't know what they stand for. And if you stand for nothing, you'll fall for anything. So you have to become very clear on what it is that you stand for. What are your values, your non 
negotiables. That's a good place to start. Having identified that, then you can start kind of moving forward. If you want to team up, you can click on the link there as well. My website, miguellebron.com. You can click on the link and we can set up a free 30-minute strategy session. No commitment whatsoever, just a free 30-minute strategy session to determine if we're a good fit. Where are you? Where do you want to go? What do you want to accomplish? Again, as a personal growth strategist, what I do is I help individuals think strategically. How many times have you established a goal and don't accomplish that goal? How many people you know that have set a goal but yet never bring it to fruition? What I do is that I help individuals implement strategies that will allow them to accomplish their goals. And if you need the strategy to be able to have your breakthrough moment, why not make the investment in yourself? Why not stand boldly today? Why not flip the script in your story and say, I refuse to be the Goliath. I will now be the David.